Never miss the latest Game Tea. Check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your sip and pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp i'm peaches i'm zach and i'm czar all right we talked about it on wednesday today we're bringing back one of our newer segments we are doing video games two truths and a lie we've only done it one other time but the one time we did do it it was a banger however zach was not here for that so he's gonna learn the rules here in a minute and since there are four of us we're gonna keep it to two games we're gonna see if we can get into three game territory depending on how time goes so is everybody ready to hear the rules of this game i think so yeah lie to me Wait, the rules aren't a lie, are they? The cake is a lie. No! Dude, I can't believe you just pulled up the oldest gaming meme in history. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if that's true. It's a, what's that game where it's like, your ships are belong to us or something? All your base oh. are belong to us. All your yeah. base are belong to us? What game was that? Starcraft or something? Oh my something god, like that. that's a... That's a um, classic. That's uh, a it's classic apparently from voice. a video game called Zero Wing. I just looked it up. Uh, don't worry, Game T fact ah. checker on the case. The fact checker. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jez. All right. In this segment, the hosts each pick a couple of games and take turns giving three facts about that game. These facts can be anything from the game's development to guest voice actors to Easter eggs in the game and everything in between. However, one of those three facts is a lie. The job of the other two hosts is to individually guess which one of those facts is the lie. One point will be given to the hosts when they correctly guess which fact was untrue, and the host with the most points at the end wins the game. Questions about opinions and personal playthroughs are prohibited, so the questions can only be factual pieces of information about the game. For example, saying that a particular game is the best of its series is not allowed. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. Repeat that, please. Repeat repeat that last thing again. No personal opinions about games, Zachary. Damn it. Okay. So saying Super Mario Odyssey is the greatest game that has ever come out, that that is that doesn't allow. That's not allowed. <laughs> Zach has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this game. I'm out. You got the title of your episode right there. Zach has left the chat. <laughs> All right. At the beginning of round one, um, Peaches. It's all you. It's time for some facts, and it's time for you to hurt me with your lies, baby. Let's do it. Lie to me, baby. Lie to me. Round one. All right. So my first game is Valheim. You guys may remember me from hyping this game up for like two weeks straight. Um, Valheim is essentially just your... 
like you know next take on like the minecraft genre of games you know you craft a you craft a base you know you go collect resources in the wild you you fight enemies except this time you have the added bonus of fighting you know actually i guess minecraft also has bosses so yeah just your next take on the minecraft genre of game so here are the facts one of the strongest non-boss enemies you fight is a mosquito the highest damage weapon is a hammer made out of a deer boss's head. And sometimes you can see Odin just staring at you from a distance. Hmm. hmm. Read those back to us one more time if you don't mind. All right. Fact number one. One of the strongest non-boss enemies you fight is a mosquito. Number two. The highest damage weapon is a hammer made out of a deer boss's head. And number three, sometimes you can see Odin just staring at you from a distance. Wait, wait, wait. So, like, Odin the Norse god? Yes. Ah, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the mosquito one. Do I get to guess like that? Can I just do that? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can absolutely absolutely just guess like that. Yeah, that's all it takes. That's how you guess. Correct. But he doesn't actually reveal it till the rest of us are done. Unless you wanted to. (laughs) Yeah, give me that answer. Um, Zach, why do you feel like that mosquito one is off? Uh, mosquitoes are small and annoying. I will say that. But, um, I just don't think that'd be the strongest boss. I feel one like... of the strongest non-boss enemies. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Now I got you. Now I got you. Reading comprehension wasn't always my best suit. All right, anyway, that's still my guess. I got bad listening skills. It's a problem for me. <laughs> okay. The reason why I kind of want to go with the mosquito, too, is because of all the Norse stories I've heard of, Odin and the deer head makes sense. No Norse guy I've ever watched though has ever gone, ah, a mosquito, and just slapped their arm. <laughs> like, oh, that was a close one. Almost got malaria. Anyway, back to pillaging. I never seen that happen. See, I'm 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 thinking it's it's number two. I think it's it's something a little bit different about the weapon. Like maybe it's not a hammer, maybe it's not the skull of the of the boss. Um yeah, I'm gonna go with number two. All right, Peaches, I think our answers are locked in. What you got? All right, so the lie was number two, but not for the reason Zar said. Yeah! Crap, <laughs> damn it. Zar was right, but for the wrong reason. Doesn't matter how, Doesn't it just matters that I'm on the board. <laughs> what was the reason? Wait, what was the reason? <laughs> so the deer, the deer boss hammer is actually, like, it's one of the more early game weapons that you get. You just slowly get better materials and like the weapons are actually you know much stronger than that as you progress like it's actually one of the weaker weapons in the game nice <laughs> nice oh, okay but yeah um as for your guys' guess of the strongest non-boss enemies no uh, the mosquitoes are absolutely the one of the most threatening things you will fight in this game um now i did do a, a little bit of a, a trick on you here because they're technically called death mosquitoes in the game um, but if we knew that, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it is still just a mosquito. Uh, when I, when we played this game back in the day, like all of my buddies, we would form like a shield wall and there would be like five guys ganging up on one tiny mosquito. <laughs> it was a Damn. great old time, but that concludes Valheim for me. Who's next? That'd be czar. That would be czar. And I mean, come on, guys, bugs can be horribly awful when they're non-bosses. Have you ever played Fallout and gotten absolutely murdered by some Cazadors? 
I watched a YouTube <laughs> yes, video of actually <laughs> I watched a YouTube video of Snoop Dogg rage quit fallout because he got just owned by some Cazadors. No, but I have played bug snacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the same. <laughs> Anywho, I mentioned that because that actually leads into my game Fallout 4. Ooh. Yeah, and so there is so much to know about Fallout that it was really hard to pick some some factoids about this game. And for anybody who doesn't know what Fallout is, why the fuck don't you know what Fallout is? <laughs> it's true. It's it's an amazing game. Right. Um I will leave it at that. So, First, we have, by doing a certain side quest, the player can acquire an odd robot whose only function is to serve alcohol. And as an addition, if the player simply does not finish the quest, this robot named Drinking Buddy can be sent to any settlement to get the party started. (laughs) I don't care if that's true or not. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Next. So there's cars in the games, right? But you can't actually drive them. The only thing these cars are good for is causing a tiny nuclear explosion after being shot. Well, Bethesda actually modeled these in-game cars after a real-life 1950s car model, the Ford Nucleon. That was never actually released to the public because nuclear energy was feared. Sadness. True. The last factoid we have is in a quest called the Wang Dang Atomic Tango, players are tasked with finding and retrieving a sex bot. As the player progresses, they will have to reprogram Fisto, the sex bot. Once reprogrammed, the players are allowed to test out the program. (laughs) If players Fisto. If players decide to do so, the screen will go dark and a drilling sound can be heard. No! Once the testing has ended, the player experiences numbness, which the robot claims is normal. Oh my god, that is... Holy shit, that's funny. (laughs) That's really funny. And so those them's the facts, boys, which is the lie. Alright, so... I think if that sex robot thing was actually true, it'd be a lot more infamous. So I'm going to say that's the lie. Okay. Okay. Peaches, Zach. God. I'm going to go with the Ford Nucleus one because I'm a pretty savvy Ford guy. And I don't remember the Nucleus. So I feel like Nucleon, but that's tit for tat. Tit for tat, yeah, scat for that. I think I'm going to go with the <laughs> Ford Nucleon one as well, because um, the sex robot thing I remember from previous Fallout games, so it makes sense that it would also be in Fallout 4. Oh, well, fuck me, I guess. All right. All Wait, right. no, don't actually do that, robot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys sticking with your answers? I'm sticking. Yeah. Yup. JP gets the point. <laughs> And this this was a little bit tricky because the Wang Dang Atomic Tango quest was actually in Fallout New Vegas, not Fallout 4. That's why I remembered it from previous Fallout games. That makes sense. You cheated. Okay, so I was I was right for the wrong reason. You said the answer. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that (laughs) that robot is just so talented. He just, you know, got across the lines. 
I just figured that it was a model of robot that's common in the atomic wasteland. And so you would see him in places outside of New Vegas as well. Well, I, tr- I tried to trip you guys up because there was a the first factoid was about acquiring another robot drinking buddy, which is actually true. And drinking buddy is currently in my sanctuary seg- settlement, just launching a huge rager. Fuck yeah, you go robot. He also tells jokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I I actually picked out a couple of really diverse games here. You might see a pattern. Um, first up is Animal Crossing New Horizons. So I've got some facts about this incredible game that everybody should play because it's wonderful and colorful and fun. Tom Nook right. sucks. Tom Nook does suck, but you don't know. But here's the What's your point. You don't know that Tom Nook sucks from experience. You know that Tom Nook sucks from me complaining about the fact that he sucks. Absolutely. I'm laughing at you being sucked into a timeshare. <laughs> On an island. <laughs> all right. All right. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Here are the facts. One of the hottest commodities on the island are tarantulas, which sell at Nook's crannies for 6,000 bells apiece. Two, the winter update includes a mini game where you can build snowmen that barrage you with insults if they are not built correctly. And for the last one, there are six fruits to be collected from other islands. It is apples, cherries, coconuts, oranges, pears, and peaches. Peaches for peaches. Pog. Pog. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know if you need those read back to you, boys. Yeah, if you could uh, read those back one more time. Absolutely. Especially on the last one with the list of fruit. One of the hottest commodities on the islands are tarantulas, which sell at Nook's Cranny for 6,000 bells apiece. The winter update includes a mini game where you can build snowmen that barrage you with insults if they are not built correctly. And finally, there are six fruits to be collected from other islands. It is apples, cherries, coconuts, oranges, pears, and peaches. Hmm. Hmm. I need some guesses. I need them. Um, All right. I'm going to go with the first one. I feel like you're going to pull some trick ass shit. So I'm going to do that one. See, I'm on. I'm really on the fence between number one and number three. I think the list of fruit is is altered by one. I think one of them is not right. That sounds like something I would do, isn't it? It does sound like something you would do. I'm going to go with a snowman because Animal Crossing is too PC to have insulting snowman. See, I was thinking that, too. But (laughs) I guess... To be the third here, I will I'll go with number three. All right, Peaches gets the point. Damn it. No, Zach, you're totally right. It's so funny. Be- that's why it's funny, though, because Animal Crossing is so peaceful that if you build these snowmans with their proportions wrong, they start yelling at you. <laughs> and it's awesome. What the fuck, and- you absolute fucking moron? <laughs> Where's the lamb sauce? <laughs> <laughs> And Zar, that is absolutely something I would do, but I know that, which is why I did not do that. Tar- I, but I did make just a minor tweak. Tarantulas sell for 8,000 bells, not 6,000. That's oh, literally shit. all I did. Like like I said, some trick-ass shit. That's See, all I, I did. That was my other thought, was you changed the value of the bells, but I thought they were going to be like maybe 1,000 a piece or something. Damn, tarantulas are a hot commodity. 
Well, that's because tarantulas are hard to catch, and if you if you miss your with your net, they sting you, and you pass out and wake up in front of your house, and the tarantula is gone. <laughs> now, and the tarantula who steals your me girlfriend. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit! They took my kidney. Um, I learned in elementary school that tarantula bites don't hurt any more than a bee sting, though. I don't think that's true. I don't. Yeah, they don't have venom. That doesn't mean they don't hurt. I think it would hurt more than a bee sting just because the sheer force of those fangs. Yeah, well, when I was in elementary school, my parents told me that turning on the light in your house or turning in the light in your car while they were driving was illegal. Adults just lie to you sometimes. All right. So from kidshealth.org, if a person gets bitten by a tarantula, the bite will probably feel a lot like a bee sting with pain in the area of the bite. It will look a lot like a bee sting, too. Have you ever been stung by a bee? Nope. Um, not in a long time, so I don't remember the feeling. It hurts. Got stung by wasps. Oh, that really hurts. Enough to yeah, pass out and have to go back to your house? No, but it's Animal Crossing, so you're a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, do you have a game yet? Uh, I do have a game. Are you ready? ready. Yes. Zach, right. give us your game. All right. So Kingdom Hearts 2 is the game I'm going with. It's because it's kind of how it worked out. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. First fact, Kingdom Hearts 2 is censored in the American version. They deemed that Axel's death needed less flames so it could be less crazy. <laughs> More flames. Kingdom Hearts okay. 2 is the last thing Mr. Miyagi did. If you don't know, Mr. Miyagi is from the Karate Kid. The old guy teaches him the things. Um, and then didn't he do Master Eriquis? And then that's a question for Travis. It, sir, 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 <laughs> sir. Okay, I'm sorry. Final I'm sorry. one is Lance Bass from Backstreet Boys voice Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Okay, so number one with Axel's flames, that's not unfathomable at all, because. I mean, like America, America does that all the time where they censor shit that comes over here from different countries for like weird religious reasons. We like, well, the we flames would shit. be more of like an epilepsy thing. I could easily see them censoring due to epilepsy because usually Japan sends over really flashy products. Well, then, Zara, you can go with number one because I'm, oh, I'm not going else. with number one. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> um, What did you say that third one was, Zach? Lance Bass from Backstreet Boys, vo Backstreet Boys voice Sephiroth. That's not unfathomable either, because Jesse McCartney is the voice of fucking Roxas. A lot of people don't know that. Right. Um, I'm going to go with fact number two. That Which one was that? Say that one Kingdom again. Kingdom Hearts 2 is the last thing Mr. Miyagi from The Karate Kid did. I think it's number one. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with number one. It's censored because of the flames. Yeah, I think that's a lie. Yes. Okay. I'm going with number two. Those guys are number one. All right. You're all wrong. Oh. What? And this is the end game facts. This is Lance Bass is from NSYNC, you buffoons. Oh, son of a oh, bitch. You pulled some trash. Oh, you. He pulled a fast one. Yeah, I, I did. mean, that's to he's totally allowed to do that. But oh, Jesus. absolutely. That's legal. That's Damn, legal. but it's dirty. I do do them that dirty was, like that. That was dirty, Oof. Zach. No points awarded for Zach's game. I feel like Zach should get a point for that. Yeah, give me points. 
that's not in the rules that <laughs> yeah. I arbitrarily made up. Fuck the rules. I've got money. That that's an interest that's an interesting dynamic. And Zach's not on the board yet. Alright, fine. Zach gets a point since no one guessed his game correctly. So that Woo! means heading into round two, we are at a four-way tie. Giggity. All of us have one. Round two. Four-way. Alright, well, let's uh let's just move right past that on to my next game, eh? Ah, uh, fine. Hey. Round two. Alright. So my next game is Dragon Age Origins. Ooh, good pick. Yeah, I, I love me some Dragon Age Origins. Just a quick uh, about on this game. This is one of the mini Bioware games I've played throughout the years. It's a game where you play as a warden that is trying to stop the return of the Darkspawn from essentially just destroying the whole G-Dang world. All right, guy? So here are the facts. Fact number one. There's over 200 hours of audio in this game when played back to back. Fact number two. There is a quest to kill a possible romantic interest's mother, and that mother is also a dragon. And fact number three. 144 voice actors contributed to the English version of this game. Hmm. What? Right off the bat, I'm going to go with number three. I think that number sounds low. Really? I was going to pick number three because it sounds high. Eh, I mean, Dragon Age was a pretty big game. Did you say this was Origins? Dragon Age Origins. Ooh, yeah, that, that number might be high. Because, like, I mean, like, if you're hiring voice actors with a lot of, like, versatility, they could each probably voice, like, several characters. Especially oh, if a lot so of them are doing production. It's, yeah, especially if, like, they're doing quite a bit of NPC work, because who remembers an NPC voice? Like, you could reuse a bunch of that. I think 144. I think that's too high. I'm going with number three. Zachary? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Will you repeat those back to me one more time? I, I heard yeah. number three pretty clearly, but number two and one. All right. So, number one, there is over 200 hours of audio in this game when played back to back. Number two, there is a quest to kill a possible romantic interest's mother, and that mother is also a dragon. And then fact number three was 144 voice actors contributed to the English version of this game. Oh, my God. I don't know, guys. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with number one just to be different. I mean, he is different, and he is also correct. Yahoo! Oh, shit. There's actually 54.1 hours of audio when played back-to-back in this game. Oh, Wow, now that feels low, right? I mean, it was the first game, though, wasn't it? It was, in the Dragon Age series. Yeah, so... Even like, they're so... Just baby steps. I do understand that, though. All right, Zach's at two. All right, All right. are you guys ready for Zar's game? Ready for Zar's yep. game. All right, I'm talking about Halo 3. Ah. The end of the very first Halo trilogy, and oh, what a tearjerker for Master, for Master Chief. So, the first factoid, Bungie advertised teasers to its future project, Destiny, throughout Master Chief's adventure. In certain levels, players could spot billboards and posters that had an image of planet Earth and the phrase, Destiny Awaits. Next, Cortana, obviously is one of the most notable characters in the Halo series and in video games, Microsoft went so far as to turn this memorable AI into the Windows version of Siri. However, Cortana's voice actor, Jen Taylor, was also the voice of Princess Peach. 
Hmm. And finally, Bungie hid a funny way for players to find out whether or not they were the connection host in multiplayer games. Uh, by playing the game mode Assault, players could attempt to take a bomb to the opposing team's base and detonate it. But if players were to inspect the bomb on the ground, one of two messages could be seen. If the player was the connection host, the bomb would read, Hold on to your butt! And if they were not the host, the bomb would read, Thus I refute thee. Okay, that last one is so specific, I feel like it has to be true. I really, I was going to go with number three because, I don't know, it just, it feels like too much. I feel, but I feel like that's why it's legitimate. Zarf's not smart enough to create that all on his own. <laughs> yeah, I think he just pulled some trick-ass shit, and so that's why it's fake. Huh, trick-ass shit. <laughs> I mean, everybody, you got you guys have all played Halo 3, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with I, uh, three. Confident three on this one. All of you going with three? I'm going to go with the Cortana one because I think that the same. There's no way that's also Princess Peach. Or even if that's not correct, like because I know Cortana is the Microsoft service. I know that part is true. I didn't know about the voice actress. You know what? I'm going to go with number two. I'm sticking to number two. All right. All right. So JP is number two. Peach is Zach. Are you both number three? Yes. 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 Well, you all wrong. Uh, Bungie Bungie did not advertise teasers for Destiny in Halo 3. It was Halo ODST that the advertisements were in. You sly dog. All right. Well, that means that, Zar, you just got a point. So you and Zach are tied for two and Peaches and I are still at one. Also, uh, real quick, because you're talking about Princess Peach, uh, Jen Taylor, according to her wiki page, was Princess Peach in the Mario franchise from 1999 to 2006. She was Peach in Smash Bros. Melee. She was Toad in Luigi's Mansion. (laughs) And in Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, she was Zoe. Really? Yes. Jen Taylor has had a very successful voice acting career especially with Cortana. Like, hell, my computer has Cortana. That's really cool. Doesn't Windows 10 just yeah. have Cortana naturally? Yes, yes, it does. So. All current and modern Windows products come standard with Cortana. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And she gets royalties on all of it. <laughs> good, f- good for her, honestly. Good for her. Good for Princess Peach. Yeah. All right, JP. Now, if only she could learn how to bake that fucking cake. Yeah. <laughs> That was an obscure joke. I'm glad somebody got it. I, I, oh, didn't. I did. I thought that was a reference to Princess Peach's butt. No, <laughs> no. Every time she bakes a cake and invites Mario to the castle, some shit goes down. She's like, ah, shit. Peach <laughs> just invited <laughs> me over for cake. Peach baked a cake again. That means Bowser's at it. All right. So are you ready for my second game? It's um, I got done playing it recently as kind of a little bit of a retro rehash. Uh, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know how long it's been since you Yahoo's played this game, but I've got some awesome facts to tell you about it. Man, I thought Halo 3 was a throwback. Was this the All first right. one? The very first one that came out for the PlayStation 2. Holy shit, I honestly thought that was, it was just called Sly Cooper and like that was it. Uh, holy fuck. Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. Damn, alright, yeah. Well, give me the facts. Alright, here are the facts. Um... Number one, the villain gang in the group consists of several individuals who call themselves the Sinister Six. 
Number two, Sly Cooper's first heist ever was stealing the cookie jar from the orphanage he lived in as a child. And number three, a few of the new abilities earned from completing the Thievius Raccoonus is invisibility, creating decoys, and setting up landmines. Let me know if you need those uh, read back to you, boys. I, I could go with another reading. Yeah, one more time. Should we, just, should we just always do two readings? I feel like we should always do two readings. Yeah, that might be a good idea. All right. Fact number one. The villain gang in the group consists of several individuals who call themselves the Sinister Six. Number two. Sly Cooper's first heist ever was stealing the cookie jar from the orphanage he lived in as a child. And number three. A few of the new abilities earned from completing the Thievius Raccoonus is invisibility, creating decoys, and setting up landmines. I'm going to go with number three. Okay. Why? Why is that? Because I don't think you can set landmines. That's not stealthy. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm going to go with number two because I feel that he would do something more elaborate than stealing a cookie. Um, Uh, Have you ever had a cookie? I don't know. I, 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 I'm sorry. I have had a cookie. I don't know that that's what <laughs> Sly's first steal would be. That would be like my first deal. And I ain't, I'm not baby's first uh, Sly Raccoonus. You know what I mean? So whatever. <laughs> baby's <laughs> first robbery. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go with number three as well. I feel like you just like added one that's probably not actually in the game. Again, that sounds like something I would do. Um, you are all wrong. It's actually number one. The name of the villain game is the villainous gang is the Fiendish Five, not the ah. Sinister Six. See, my Spider-Man senses were like, oh, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> and then your Spider-Man senses were like, you absolute fucking idiot. You smooth brained numbskull. You <laughs> buffoon. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we've got a three-way tie now uh, with Peach as the only one in last place. So, um, Zach, hopefully your game can uh, give Peach some points. All right. My next game is Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive Edition. Uh, Echoes of Elusive Age S, whatever. I, it's the Switch version, which I guess kind of does make a difference. All right. All right. So, first up, it made camera angles seem irrelevant in RPGs. It turns into a side-scroller along with 3D platforming. It has a draconian mode where you can't run, you're not allowed to shop, you can't wear armor, there's less XP for every monster killed. There's this thing called Shypox, which randomly just one of your uh, party members just dies in battle. And um, yeah, super enemies. I'll repeat those one more time. So I was gonna say that's not like also, a lot could of you facts. Always, could you also section off like, okay, here's one, here's two, here's three? Yeah, okay, fact one. It turns into a side scroller along with 3D platforming. It's made so that's fact one. Fact two is it made camera angles seem irrelevant in RPGs. And fact three, draconian mode, no fleeing, no shop. Or sorry, it has draconian mode, which entails no fleeing, no shopping, no wearing of armor. You get less XP per kills and no XP for killing stuff lower level than yourself. Uh, there's super enemies, and then there is a condition known as Shypox, which will just randomly kill one of your friends in battle, one of your party members. I think that's really funny. <laughs> um, if you're going to have a super hard mode where you don't get any of the items in the game or like XP as normal or anything like that, randomly killing off players is a big dick move and I feel like you made that up. I'm going to go with number three. 
I'm gonna do number three as well. Um, that's that seems uh, a bit too RNG for my taste. I I think I'm gonna go with uh, number one because it's an RPG. Why would you need side-scrolling effects to that? All right, Czar, you get the point. Draconian mode. Yeah! Draconian mode is yeah, very much a real thing, and I, you, the reason you said it is exactly why I never fucking touch it. Because I know I would be really salty That's, when my badass yeah. anime hero character just randomly dies because he got shy box. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Um, they, so this game is really neat, and I also... Uh, want to just highlight those things. So it does turn into a 2D RPG along with a 3D RPG. Um, so if you guys didn't know on the Switch version, it literally just turns into a 2D game. Like it just looks like the original Game Boy Dragon Quest games. Um, it still looks gorgeous, but like it's like 2D pixel art. Um, and it turns random encounters on. Whereas uh, when you play in 3D mode, it's like the whole open world, like exactly how the PS4 version was. Um, and there's no random encounters. You can see the monsters on the screen. I thought that was really neat. Um, I tried to trick you guys by doing a sleight of hand by saying it's a side scroller along with 3D platforming. So I, I, I don't know. It sounded kind of outlandish. Bizarre picked it up. Um, it <laughs> did do a really good job. And I think I could have been more specific in my fact too. It made camera angles seem irrelevant in RPGs. Um, so there's a fixed camera angle, which is just kind of how you always would see an RPG battle, like a turn-based RPG. You know what I mean? Like you just have your three guys, they all get on there and you see the three or so enemies on the other side and you're fighting. Nobody moves. You can actually turn it off to where you can move the camera however you like, but you still go in exact same turn order. So it's just kind of irrelevant. Like like you can move the camera and move your character around, but it's still a turn-based RPG. Right. <laughs> so it just made camera angles seem irrelevant. And like I was super hyped for that feature, but I think they threw that in there just to like troll you a little bit because it's like it's what do you what do you expect here? It's like turning into like Final Fantasy 7 remake or anything. Um so all right. yeah, Zar's point. And uh that's all I got for Dragon Quest Eleven. Zar, it's up to your discretion. Do you feel like you want to do a third round? We can do a third round if you guys are good, because I mean we did have some dead air in between there. Otherwise, if you feel like that's enough for an episode, I've got a third. I've got a third game right here. I've got 30 minutes before I need to leave. I can do it. Do we just want to do GP's third game or do we all want to like pencil whip one? No, let's everybody get third game. Okay. In fact, you each have if you haven't written one, you've got a few minutes to write it down while I sit here and drink my water. Round three. Okay, so here we are heading into round number three. Peaches, the first game belongs to you. All right, and my last game is going to be Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Ooh, Ooh. man, we're all about those throwbacks. (laughs) I got got a lot of throwbacks and then I got Valheim, you know. Mixing it up a little. Yeah, so fact number one, the player's character is actually a Sith Lord who had his memory erased. Fact number two, this game was able to be developed with no crunch on the developers. <laughs> and fact number three, the planet Slahirion, I can't really pronounce it very well, was cut from the game and would have been a hut-focused planet with a gladiator combat. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with number one. I think he was a Jedi who had his mind erased. I don't know why, but I, I don't know. Throwing shit at the wall. What was number two again? Uh, fact, uh, I'll just read them all again. So fact number one, the player's yeah. character is actually a Sith Lord who had his memory erased. Fact number two, this game was able to be developed with no crunch on the de- 
<laughs> on the developers, excuse me. Um, and then fact number three, the planet Slahiron was cut from the game and would have been a hut-focused planet with gladiator combat. It's like two and three are conflicting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with number three then, because Crunch is real. Wait, I think that was number two, and that was the one I was yeah, gonna sorry, go with two. the developer Crunch. Two developer Crunch. Thank you. All right, so we got two for developer Crunch, and then uh, number one for JP. Yeah. All right. Well, number two was the lie. Uh, this game was made with a Damn lot it. of crunch. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Big, you can big crunch. Every game is made with crunch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Upon further analysis, that sounds a lot more correct. <laughs> I was going to say, and I knew that was, I was the big like, twist was that you were a Sith Lord. Like that was like, everyone loved that. Yeah. It's like, a, it's a big twist in the game. Like the, it, you find out, but like, uh, you know, spoilers. Sorry. I didn't mention that before. Uh, for this, I don't even know how many year old game. Um, it hasn't been remade. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. So um, the the twist is, yeah, like the uh, Jedi like erased your mind to see if you would have been good given like a second start at life, essentially. And whether or not you actually are is up to your choices in the game, right? Yep. Interesting. And I remember talking to my buddy recently about that uh, gladiator combat that was stripped from the game. Yeah, I, well, I don't bummer. know too much about it because I played this game like um, the first time I played it was like three years ago and I loved it. And so I, I kind of missed my uh, time period to be able to talk to people about it. Uh, that's fair. All right, Zar, uh, your turn for round three. What do you got? All right, well, I mentioned that uh, Jen Taylor was the voice of Zoe in Left 4 Dead, and so naturally my game is Left 4 Dead 2. Ah, okay. Yeah, timeless classic from Valve. All right, um, do we need an ex explanation on Left 4 Dead 2, or do you think it's pretty cut and dry that it's a zombie shooter? <laughs> yeah, I think we can we get that. No, explain right. to me how this zombie shooter is different from other zombie shooters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So, the first factoid, if you win a carnival game, you can rescue a lonely, defenseless gnome from certain chomping. Congratulations! He's your new weapon. The second factoid, Valve had plans to release a new DLC campaign reuniting Ellis and Keith. As in, you know, one time, my buddy Keith. Uh, and they were going to do this by making Keith a playable character. However, the DLC was later scrapped to make the first game survivors playable instead. And hmm. the final factoid, if you're patient enough, you can hear the song still alive as a hat tip to another Valve classic, Portal, whenever you mess with jukeboxes. Okay, so here's the thing. I know which one it is. So, but I don't want to go first because then these two will know. And I would like to go after JP. That's, I would also like to go after JP. JP hasn't gone first yet. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a huge lie. Congrats, you spotted the lie. Now, what's the lie in this one? Nope, I'm not saying it until you two go. I think it's number two. Why do you think that? Um, because I, I absolutely believe that they put Still Alive from Portal into this. And I know Noam Chomsky because I think I did that like when I was playing Left 4 Dead 2. Okay. I like that you got the... Oh, I can't say anything. Damn it, Czar. I, I was about to I was about to maybe spill a little bit of tr of 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 
I don't hey, know. I don't know. I'm you just put those stop beans. Talking. You put those beans back in the container. No, no spilling the beans. <laughs> you put beans? those beans back in there. Did someone say beans? No. Zach. P, you can't just keep, you know, doing that, man. You gotta, sometimes you gotta just, you go first, dude. It's okay. I go first almost every round. That's not true either. I go first every round. Well, then how about you take the lead on this one too? See, see, look what he's doing there, guys. You see him? Well, Peach has <laughs> already took the lead here. We're just looking for number two. Guys, my Yeti mic's broken. Sorry, Zach. I'm sad. Okay, JP, just go. Dude, my, my Yeti mic's broken. <laughs> nope, not saying it until you do. <sighs> you guys like this guy? Do you hear him? Do you hear how rude he is? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go with number three for the same reason Jess said. Wait, no, I, I number said number two. two. That's what I said. <laughs> I, um, I'm still going number two, because I said what Chess said. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we got to give Zach number two because he was he was trying to agree with me. He what? just said the wrong number. Whatever. It's number two. Okay, Jesus. It, yeah, I know. I said number two. I said it too. Jesus. All right. Well, y- yes. Everyone gets the point. No, it is. <laughs> Keith was never meant to be a playable character. The deal. The first game survivors were always meant to be playable. In fact. Here's some little known facts about Keith. He has suffered from third degree bone burns over most of his body twice, 95% making fireworks and 90% deep frying turkey. He lost two <laughs> fingers and a thumb to frostbite, broke both his legs after driving his car off a cliff, nearly drowned in the tunnel of love, was attacked by owls, turned a recreation, a recreation of colonial times into a raccoon fight in his backyard. How is this man still alive? When are you going to learn your lesson, old man? <laughs> How many times yeah. do we have to teach you this lesson? <laughs> if you listen closely in Left for Dead, you'll hear so many references to Keith. He's a crazy character, so if you play it, just keep on the listen for him. But yeah, everybody gets the point. Congratulations. <laughs> How am I supposed to make my three point comeback with two games left now, Peaches? <laughs> Sorry. It's okay, I forgive you. <laughs> All right, and funnily enough, it's my turn, so whatever. Okay. All right, uh, final game is Bug Snacks. Oh, God. Why? Yeah. We because, talk about Bug Snacks again. Because we're talking about Bug Snacks. That's right. And also because I know it's a game night none of you guys know shit about, so it's perfect. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. All right, so Bug Snacks. Here are the facts. Number one, the reason why your character does not eat bug snacks like the rest of the Grumpuses is because they are a vegetarian and see eating bug snacks as immoral. Number two, one of the Grumpuses on the island named Wiggle Wigglebottom is a former rock star that eats bug snacks to find inspiration for writing her next big hit. And finally, fact number three. There are a total of 100 different species of bug snacks on the island, each one being found in a different biome with a specific way of catching it. Let me know if you need those red back to you. I do. You do? All right, you got it. All right, fact number one. The reason why your character does not eat bug snacks like the rest of the grumpuses is because they are a vegetarian and see eating bug snacks as immoral. Fact number two, one of the grumpuses on the island named Wiggle Wigglebottom is a former rock star that uh, eats bug snacks to find inspiration in writing her next big hit. And number three, there are a total of 100 different species of bug snacks on the island, each one being found in a different biome with a specific way of catching it. 
Hmm, this, this is tricky. Um, I will head us off. I think it's number one. Okay, why? Um, just throwing shit at a wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Honestly, I was, I was, I was thinking about number one as well because, um, I feel like, uh, number three, the number could be off, but I think JP wants us to think that the number is off. I wanted you to think that in every round so far, though. Maybe one time I actually did it. I'm going to go with number one. Okay. Zach? Uh, I like to be different, so I'll say two. It was number one. Fuck. Yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. You got me. Yeah, so the reason why you don't eat bug, your main character doesn't eat bug snacks is because you're allergic. Ah. You actually do eat a bug snack, and then you almost die in the beginning of the game. It's pretty funny. <laughs> you trick ass And the bitch. Bilbo's like, ah, oh, I guess you're allergic. But there is actually one of the Grumpuses that is um, a vegetarian who doesn't eat bug snacks because he thinks it's immoral. But in order to get the trophy to change every Grumpus into a full on bug snack, you actually need to feed it to him without him knowing while he's sleepwalking, which is a little fucked up. That's messed up. Yeah, I agree. But I wanted the trophy. (laughs) (laughs) Really badly. It's all about them trophies. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. Um, Zar has already won this game by a very substantial lead, but um, Zach, if you want, you can give your last game. Yo! Okay. My game is Digimon Cyber Sleuth plus Hacker's Memory. Holy shit. I haven't thought of Digimon in years. <laughs> in this game, huh? fact one, you get over 300 different and unique Digimon. It sold more than 1.5 million copies worldwide. Sorry, that was fact two. And then fact three, the game ends with Alphamon destroying the Mother Eater. What the fuck? <laughs> What's a Mother Eater? <laughs> I don't know what a Mother Eater is, but I'm going to go with number three. Can I get those read back one more time? Yes. Uh, one is you get over 300 monsters. Sorry, uh, unique Digimon. Uh, two is sold more than 1.5 million. And three, the game ends with Alphamon destroying the Mother Eater. Think, I'm going to go with... Oh, what are you doing, um, Peaches? I think I'm going to go with number three is, uh, with Zar here. I don't know. It just... The, the 1.5 million, uh, that sounds right for Digimon. And uh, the th- over 300 things, I mean... You know, if, if I'm comparing it to Pokemon, that sounds about right as well. So I'm going to go with number three. No, no, no. Here, here's my logic here. The game doesn't end with the eating of the mother what? The game ends with Alphamon destroying the mother eater. Yeah, destroying the mother eater. The game ends with the credits. I'm not that big of a dick. <laughs> I'm still going with number three. <laughs> I'd be so unbelievably pissed off. <laughs> I, I'm i going with number one, actually. I think... I mean, I'm not a Digimon fan at all, but I don't remember seeing any more than the yellow guy with a gun for a hand. JP does get the point. Ma- yeah, There are 342 Digimon, but they've reused Agumon like 15 times. Oh, there's there's, there's black Agumon, uh, robot Agumon. So 
I, I made sure to use that word unique to not piss anyone off. Now, I absolutely love that game and the, the variety and the combat system in that game is pretty great. Um, it's a little bit more grindy than like Pokemon, but if you uh, haven't played a Digimon game in a while, I wholeheartedly recommend that one. It's like 20 bucks on average and you get a lot of content. I think Digimon's downfall was they, they couldn't keep up with making new monsters like Pokemon. They were just so proud of their old ones. And how the fuck do you keep coming up with monster names that end in on? It's pretty easy. Robotron, uh, Megamon. Or okay, Mon, now do that 900 more times. There's yeah. 900 words in dictionary. I got it. I mean, have you seen, have you guys seen the Gus Johnson sketch of how they make Yu-Gi-Oh cards? I mean, you really can just do anything, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, that is the end of the game, boys. And for once, Zara actually won. Zara! <laughs> My sixth win or something we failed everyone yeah and i'm a little bit more pissed off about it each time <laughs> <laughs> well congratulations buddy i'm glad that this win was very substantial to you yay go JP, me hey JP, go you be nice. all right we're a family I, here on the game i don't know podcast. how i can be nicer than that you know, i just came off a little sassy jp i'm just i'm watching you uh, a little, maybe a little, maybe a little. But I feel like I worked hard on my questions and everybody always got them and I got salty. You you did great, <laughs> JP. I don't even know how to play the game. We still love you. Eh, I'm grumpled. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Game Tea Podcast. Um, we will see you guys in the next episode. You just got your game tea. Bye. Later. If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.